Hey, let's circle the wagons. This is Buffalo James, and we have the first episode of the 2021 football season underway. It is Saturday, September 11th, 2021. We're going to talk about my thoughts about uh, tomorrow's game, heading into Pittsburgh, uh, Buffalo, Versus Pittsburgh Steelers, live from Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park, New York. Um, let's talk about my thoughts, what we need to do to win tomorrow. Um, what I want to see, some people, I, I want to see how they do. Um, the Bills uh, capped off an undefeated preseason, had a couple weeks to recuperate, and I think we are ready to start this season. I'm sure the fans are ready. I haven't had a full uh, stadium at Orchard Park since 2019. And it's going to be loud and proud. And I can't wait to see what we do this week. But let's hit the intro. Let's get into this. And we will talk Buffalo football here on the Buffalo James Podcast. James, this is that Buffalo James. We are not playing no games. This is that Buffalo James. This is that Buffalo James. This is that Buffalo James. We are not playing no games. This is that Buffalo James. From Orchard Park through Western New York, around the world, the mafia plays a part. This is that Buffalo James. This is that Buffalo James. We are not playing no games. This is that Buffalo James. What's up, everyone? Let's circle the wagons. This is Buffalo James. Welcome to the week one preview show. The Bills host the Pittsburgh Steelers tomorrow, Sunday, September 12th, 2021, 1 o'clock, Highmark Stadium in Orchard Park, New York. Um, and I just wanted to preview my thoughts heading into this game. It is a week one matchup. But before we get to football let's talk about um one thing i just want to briefly talk about it i don't want to politicize this podcast in any way but let's just talk about it real quick today september 11th is the 20 year anniversary of the 9-11 attacks and the world trade centers the pentagon and the one plane that landed in pennsylvania and i know bills fans in general um especially those who live in New York, um, they have a lot of stories of maybe a lot of people that they knew that were involved. And I just, I've lived in North Carolina for the majority of my life. But at that time, I actually lived right outside of DC in Northern Virginia. Um, and I can't confirm, but I have been told and have believed my entire life that uh, one of the planes, I think the plane that hit the Pentagon flew over the house I lived in. I can't confirm it. I was like four years old at the time, but that's what I was told. Um, but we, there, there's a lot of sensitivity. I know in the, in the state of New York around nine 11 and, um, 
And so I just want to say that for me personally, everyone that passed either as an innocent bystander of a terrorist attack or in the case of United Flight uh, United Airlines Flight 93 that landed in the ground because of those courageous, brave men and women who stormed the cockpit um, and grounded that plane in uh, Pennsylvania. I just, I want to say my heart goes out to all the families and I am forever grateful for all the first responders and all the soldiers in the subsequent years I came, went overseas and fought to defend this country. And again, it's not, I don't want to politicize anything. Just want to say, uh, cherish the, the moment you have because you never know what will happen tomorrow. Um, let's get talking about some football though. The Buffalo Bills haven't had a full stadium, raucous Bills Mafia since probably early January 2020, December 2019, depending on when their last home game was for that season. Um, and so all of last year's football games um, – we were silent until the playoffs where we had like 9,000 people in the stadium or whatever. Um, all that to say, it's going to be loud tomorrow. I can't wait to see Bill's Mafia rock out. I wish I could be in Buffalo tomorrow watching this game. It's going to be fun I, um, to see Bill's Mafia um, loud and proud supporting the Buffalo Bills. Um if I had to, I guess, um, have a motto for this season, um, I think the motto that we as Bills fans, as fans, not as the players, the motto is we want KC, we want Kansas City, because we we can beat them. I know we can. As a fan, we want Kansas City. We want to prove that we can beat them. But for the team, for the players, the players' motto this season is um, prove the hype. Prove the hype. That's our. That's the team's motto this year. If you look, all the national media hyping the Buffalo Bills up. You have Kyle Brandt, you, Peter Schrager, a bunch of other people on NFL Network, ESPN, etc., CBS Sports, saying the Bills are the the best team that could, the closest team to knock off Kansas City in the AFC. Prove the hype. Prove the hype. We are in the, the we have national media attention um, this year, um, and so what a better way to prove the hype than to start Week One. Start week one beating the Pittsburgh Steelers, a team that will contend with Baltimore and Cleveland for the AFC North this year. Very good team that lost a few players, but not a lot. Nothing super major. You know, they lost uh, James Conner, but they drafted Najee Harris. They, They added a lot of, I think, a lot of depth to the defense. They have Chase Claypool another year in there with a, an actual full uh, offseason and camp and preseason 
to get you know prepared. They have Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, that defense is loaded. Um, and I, I know it sounds like I'm hyping up Pittsburgh, but they are a really good team. They have uh, Cameron Haywood and TJ Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, Joe Hayden. They have a very stacked and solid defense, a very talented offense. and the, But on the opposite side, Buffalo – they have just as good as an offense. Josh Allen, one of, if not the best quarterbacks active in football. Um, and he's, what, only 24 years old, 23 years old, something like that. Um, Stefan Diggs, uh, you know, Gabriel Davis, he's got, I think, like I said in the uh, uh, prior episode, he's going to go off this year. He's going to have a 1,000-yard season, I think, this season. Um, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, uh a little iffy on the tight end position. I, I will say I'm shocked that Dawson Knox is our starting tight end um, and Tommy Sweeney is the backup, and we don't have a third tight end. I don't know if uh, – we'll take a quick aside from the game. I don't know if that's because they're trying to work out a deal with Zach Ertz, like has been said for the past five or six months now, um, or if they're really confident that, you know, uh, Tommy Sweeney and Dawson Knox can lead this team. And, you know, at the end of the day, Brandon Bean has built a, a team that is a 13-win caliber team. I think we can win 15 games this year. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's trust in him. We've trusted him this far. Let's see where they go with that tight end position. But on the defense, we're just as stacked as them. Uh, Ed Oliver, A.J. Epinesa, uh, Greg Russo, Boogie Basham, the, the young guys there. We have Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds' brother plays on Pittsburgh, so that'll be a fun little brotherly matchup there. On the back end, uh, Tredavious White and Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. So it is going to be a battle. It's not going to be an easy game. It's not like we're playing Houston or Jacksonville where we can just run it down and Beat, beat them punch for punch. This is Pittsburgh. This is a playoff team. So what is a a better way right now to prove the hype? Go out there and beat Pittsburgh. And I thought, there's no stats that I can talk about right now. This is week one. There's no film that I can break down. Um, so I named five players on each team that I personally am looking for and watching for this game. Um, And then at the end of this, I will make my prediction on who wins this game. Let's start with the the visitors, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Five players you got to watch for them. Najee Harris. He's a rookie. He's making his, uh, I guess, his official NFL debut. First regular season game. But the boy can run. He's a Good pass catcher out of the backfield, and he's just a strong-bodied uh, running back. Uh, I watch a lot of SEC football, being a South Carolina Gamecock fan, and the way that he abused not only my, the Gamecocks last year, but basically every other team he played on. Najee Harris, I know it's a little bit different going from college to pros. The pros are a much faster game. But Najee Harris, I, he's a legit threat. I was wanting Buffalo to draft him. They didn't. They didn't even have the opportunity to because Pittsburgh took him 
where they got him. Number two, Chase Claypool. Like I said, he has a full offseason, a full summer camp, a full preseason now to understand this team. Um, whereas he had a fantastic rookie year with not even having any of that. He's coming back for year two. Can he live up to the hype of last year? He has to be their number one guy that Big Ben is looking to give the ball to. Where do they go outside of Claypool? I mean, you got Deontay Johnson. You can look out for him. Like I said, Juju, but, you know, Juju has a little bit of a distraction for the team. So Chase Claypool is their number one guy I think that we got to watch out for on the receiving end. Um, I didn't mention it, but they got some pretty good tight ends. Pat Fryermuth, the rookie out of Penn State, and Eric Ebron. Um, they're pretty, pretty good. Um, so maybe watch that position there. But the final three that I want to look for for Pittsburgh are on that defensive end. Number three, Cameron Haywood. The boy can straight ball. If our offensive line is weak this year, weak against the rush, Cameron Haywood's going to come right through the middle, one of the best D tackles in the game, and he will feast on Josh Allen if we cannot stop him. But while we're focusing on Haywood, there's someone coming off the edge by the name of T.J. Watt who just signed a four-year contract extension worth like $160 million. So he's going to have to prove that he's worth that much money. And so you got Cameron through the middle, Watt on the edge, and that leaves you're one of the best safeties in the league, if not the best. I think Jordan Poyer may have him beat, but Minka Fitzpatrick just going to sit there and watch Josh Allen if you cannot protect Josh Allen, he's going to have to force to make a lot of throws. Mega Fitzpatrick may get an interception or two. So those are the players for Pittsburgh that I'm looking for here. Those are the guys that we have to, on the offensive side with Najee and Claypool, we have to limit their production. Same thing on the defensive end with Haywood, Watt, and Minka. We got to limit what they can do defensively um, and and push the ball down the th- down their throats. Now for the Bills, who am I looking for here? Obviously, Josh Allen. He didn't play much in the preseason. Again, maybe he has to prove the hype, right? Everybody's naming him already before the first snap that he's going to be the MVP. Can he come out there? There's a lot of pressure on his shoulder now. Can he live up to the moment? Can he put on a good game? I think he will. I think Josh Allen is, like I said, one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best active quarterback in all of football, one of the you know, top young athletes in the game. We got to look at Gregory Rousseau. I love this kid. I think he's going to do great things. He's been working with Bruce Smith. Um, he's long and lanky, and um, I, I like what I saw out of him in the preseason. Can he translate that to the regular season? I'm looking for him. He's making his, I guess, official NFL regular season debut tomorrow. It's going to be a good game right there. And then we're looking at Stefan Diggs. <sighs> We have a deep wide receiving class, but everybody knows it's Stefan Diggs. It's Stefan Diggs' team. He had a, a finally a, a full season to, you know, a full offseason routine, a, a full camp, a full preseason, an additional time to learn the playbook and actually get to mesh. Remember, him and Josh got chemistry from playing video games because of COVID restrictions last year. So now that they're actually able to meet and the offseason, and do all of these drills together and gain more of a an understanding and chemistry that they have even more than what they've already had, 
I think this works out. Josh and Diggs are going to be on a tear this year. Um, and then the final two for Buffalo, not necessarily one individual player, but groups of a, of a position. The running back group, um, Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, uh, Matt Breida, uh, they need to do their thing. I think Devin Singletary will be the starter. Um, he needs to pound the rock. We had, we were very inconsistent last year running the ball. Um, and part of that was because of a lot of the injuries to the offensive line. But part of that also was because the running backs just didn't do their job to the best of their ability. I'm looking for a bounce back for Zach Moss, bounce back for Zevin Singletary. See what Matt Breida can do in his first year in Buffalo. And then the second group, the last group that I'm looking for for Buffalo are the fans. Bills Mafia. Y'all need to show out tomorrow. I won't be there in person, but I, I want to hear how loud y'all can get through my TV. And so the 12th man or the, the Bills Mafia, and y'all need to come ready and rocking and ruckus and, and ready to jump through some tables and, and cheer the Buffalo Bills to victory. Um, if, if we can have a loud environment that can – remember, we had like 9,000 people in it, uh, in, uh, when we were played Baltimore in the playoffs, and it forced Lamar Jackson – to, um, you know, misinterpret things and whatnot. So we can get loud. Let's force some mistakes because of the energy of the crowd. Let our running backs do a thing. Let Diggs and Allen do their thing. And let's see Rousseau and what they, he can do in his debut. Um, who do I think is going to win it? Like I said earlier, it's going to be a tough matchup. Close game. Tough win. I think the Bills do win. Um, I don't even know what the spread is on the game. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Um, I don't even know who is listed as the favorite. It may be Buffalo. I don't know. Let's see if if I can look it up. I think they win by three. While it's pulling up, I'll just go ahead and tell you. I think they win by three. Um, it's going to be a close game regardless of what the spread is. I don't know who is listed as the favorite or whatnot. Um and so, but I think Buffalo ends up winning by three points. Um, let's see. The It doesn't show on here. Um, I know this is a weird kind of awkward silence here. Um, I'm going to pull it up on NFL's website and see who's listed as the favorite. And Buffalo, Pittsburgh. This is live. This is a live podcast for you. No editing going involved here. Um, normally they show the spread, but I... I don't see the spread. Um, Cynthia Freeland, NFL... Um, insider predicts the Bills winning 28 to 20. I think it's going to be closer than an eight point game. I still think the Bills win. Bills win by three. I'm assuming the Bills are the are listed as the favorite, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't see the 
spreads. It's, um, but yeah, uh, it's going to be a tough game, and I'm going to close it up here. It's going to be a, a tough game. It's going to be a hard-fought game. I'm not going to expect us to pound Pittsburgh into oblivion, but I think we get a win, and I think we win by three, and I think that if we can do that, that's a that's a good thing. So Buffalo are six-and-a-half-point favorites. I don't think we'll cover six-and-a-half. I think we'll win by three. Um, that's a pretty that's a pretty good line to win by a touchdown. Um, but I think we win by three. Uh, field goal kickers are going to come down. Tyler Bass is one of the best in the game. So if we can play to what I know we can do as as um, as a team, Bills win. Prove me wrong. I think we win by three. Prove that we can beat them by more. Um, that's it. I'm Buffalo James. I'll come back next week. We'll talk about this game. We'll talk about next week game. And uh, let's continue this. This is going to be a fun season. Fans are back. Hopefully I get to go to Nashville to watch the Bills take on Tennessee. I don't know if they're going to restrict or do any of that. Um, So with all that, but again, that's another subject for another time. This is Buffalo James. It's been another episode of the Buffalo James podcast. This is that Buffalo James. 